Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. God is amazing. He's awesome. We give Him all the glory and all the praise tonight in Jesus' mighty name. He's good to us. He's awesome. Father, we thank you. Thank you so much for another opportunity and this privilege, Lord, to be able to come together with your precious people. Thank you for joining us wherever you are joining us from, whatever platform um, you are joining us on. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We're very excited. Um, getting very close to this early, this first season of the year um, with all the fasting and everything going on. What a, what a glorious season it has been. Um, hallelujah. Glorious times in God's presence. Um, just amazing times of morning devotions and prayers, um, awesome services, mighty presence of God in um, all of our Bible studies and our midweek um, uh, services and teachings. And um, I'm just so really, really thankful for another opportunity um, tonight to be able to come together and move forward. Let's, let's share a brief word of prayer. Lord, thank you for tonight. It's such a privilege to be with the saints around the Word of God. I thank you, Lord, for everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone that is joining us tonight for our Bible study, for uh, this teaching service. Lord, I pray that you bless them, impart life to them, grant them grace and understanding. Lord, lose my tongue and help me speak your Word and your Word only. I thank you for it. Welcome, precious Holy Spirit. You're welcome here. This is your service. I give you all the glory and all the praise, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. And thank you so much again for joining us tonight. I'd like us to uh, keep it a little bit short um, tonight if, if we can. I know that um, I went a little bit um, over time, um, over what I planned last Wednesday. I want to keep it much shorter tonight. Glory to God. Let's go and start out from Isaiah chapter 50. Isaiah chapter 50 from verse 7 to 9. Glory to God. Um, For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justifies me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? (laughs) Let him come near to me. Behold, the Lord God will help me. Who is he that will condemn me? Lo, they all shall wax old as a garment. The moth shall eat them up. I really love verse 7 very much. You know, it's even in our prophetic declaration for 2024. For the Lord God will help me. He will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. I know that I shall not be ashamed. For the Lord God will help me. Let's, can, we, can we read that scripture together, if you don't mind, wherever you are tonight? Let's read that scripture together. It's so powerful. I want you to personalize it, and um, I want you to read it in faith. Read it with great expectation, with great excitement and joy in your heart, confident in, in the promise of the Lord here. Let's go to three, go. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, 
and I know that I shall not be afraid. Hallelujah. I know that I shall not be ashamed. I know that I shall not be ashamed. I will not be confounded. I will not be ashamed because the Lord God will help me. Last week when we closed out, reading out of Exodus in chapter 14, I left you with an assignment. I hope you did it. Um, if you haven't done it, the door is still open. You can still get it done. I'm not asking for it. This is really for you. I want you to be able to have it, to look through it, look at it, refer to it as the year goes along. I gave you an assignment in Exodus chapter 14. Moses spoke unto the children of Israel um, um, based on the direction and the instruction that the Lord gave him. And he told them, he told them to go forward. He said for them to go forward. That's in verse 15, Exodus 14, 15. The Lord said unto Moses, Why are you crying unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. And I asked you, what does go forward mean to you in different areas of your life? What does it mean to you personally? What does it mean to you in your family? What does it mean to you in your career, um, in your ministry, if you, if you are in the ministry? What does it mean actually, first of all, in your relationship with God, in your spiritual life? What does go forward mean? Articulate that, document that, because you need to be able to refer to that periodically as the year goes along. What does go forward? What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Well, whatever it means to you, whatever it means to you, you are going to need supernatural help. You are going to need supernatural help. None of the expectations that you have, none of the things that you desire, none of that, those things you have documented as what it means to go forward, none of those things are going to happen without God's supernatural help. Unless, of course, the things you have written down don't really mean go forward. Maybe they just mean stay where you are. Or maybe, they, maybe they mean go back. Or maybe they mean, you know, just hope for something, just something little. But I know most of us are not like that. Most of us, if you are you're participating in a time of study, um, um, of fasting, praying, seeking the Lord, listening to God, inquiring, checking things out, uh, we have big dreams. Most of us have big dreams. I know you have big dreams. I know you have big dreams. You have great expectations. So go forward um, must mean something big must mean something big to you in different areas of your life. Well, none of that is going to happen without supernatural help. You are going to need supernatural help. I am going to need supernatural help in order for us to go forward. This scripture in Isaiah chapter 50 um, must become extremely significant to us, must be a deep revelation, must be something that we are absolutely convinced about and something that we are extremely confident in, for the Lord God will help me. The Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. The Lord God will help me. We have assurance of God's help. Amen. 
Therefore, we will not be confounded. That is, we cannot be defeated. We will not be stopped. He says, therefore, have I set my face like a flint. That's like a hard rock. That's like a hard rock. Like we have the face of, of a committed, a face of uh, never say die kind of, kind of posture as we move forward. I love the stories of so many of God's people in the Bible. Like, like David, giant killers, people who ran through troops, people who leaped over a wall. And there are so many scriptures that actually describe some of these people. Uh, one particular scripture in Chronicles describes some of them as having the face of a lion. <laughs> I really like it. I like it very much um, because it talks about determination. It talks about their commitment to go all the way. There's no turning back. So whatever go forward means to you, means you are going all the way and you are not turning back. Is, is that right? Am I right to assume that? You are going forward. You are not turning back. You are not staying in the same place where you have been for a while. It's time for you to go forward. That's the word of the Lord. And the Lord assures that he will help you. He will help you. To help means to assist, to provide the assistance required to be able to accomplish an objective or a goal. To help means to provide assistance or an old use, an old language, old word um, from, from earlier times. To succor means to be there for someone, to aid them, to sometimes carry them, to sometimes assist them, to sometimes provide whatever necessary assistance, whatever necessary aid they require to be able to achieve their goal or to be able to um, uh, find safety. If someone is in danger, to provide help means to get them out of danger into safety. If someone is stranded, to help them means to get them from where they are stranded into a place where they are secure. Hallelujah. The Lord God said he will help you. The Lord God. And the prophet Isaiah said, the Lord God will help me. Therefore, shall I not be confounded? So you will not be stopped. And at the end of it, it says, therefore, therefore, I shall not be ashamed. You will not be ashamed. When the Lord helps you, you cannot be ashamed. When the Lord helps you, you cannot be ashamed. Dare I prophesy to somebody that is listening to me tonight? Regardless of what going forward means to you, regardless of what your dreams and your expectations are for the future, you will not be ashamed. You are not a candidate for shame. You are a candidate for God's glory. Amen. That is, the world will not laugh at you. People will not laugh at you. The community will not laugh at you. People will not have the audacity to ask you, where is your God? Oh, no. Oh, no. It will be on full display. It will be clear to everyone. Like Joshua said to the children of Israel in Joshua chapter 3, by this will everyone know that the living God is among you. Even you will know that the living God is among you. The living God is among you. For the Lord God will help me. I like, um, he puts it this way in Isaiah. Uh, well, let's read the New Testament first. Um, Hebrews chapter 13 is a, is a covenant promise that the Lord has made to his children. I will help you. And that's what the Lord asked me to say to you tonight. The Lord 
will help you. The Lord will help you. He will provide the necessary assistance. He will provide the aid you require to be able to accomplish your goals, to be able to fulfill your dreams, which he has approved of. The Lord will help you. The Lord will help you. Can somebody say that with me tonight? The Lord will help me. I I didn't hear you. Can you say that clearly, boldly, confidently? The Lord will help me. The Lord will help me. Amen. He will. He will. In in Hebrews chapter 13, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified uh, immediately, just so I can save some time here. Um, in, in Hebrews chapter, chapter 13 and verse 5, in the Amplified, it says, Let your character or moral disposition be free from the love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, for God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you. I will not fail you, God said nor leave you up. I will not fail you, and I will not leave you. I I will not give you up, (laughs) and I will not leave you without support. That's the Lord saying, I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. I will not fail you. I will not give you up. I will not leave you without support. I will help you. I will help you. That's what the Lord is saying. I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. He said, uh, then he says, I will not leave you without support. I will not. I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you and let you down. I will not relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. I will not leave you helpless. So God says, I will help you. I will not leave you helpless. I will help you. Amen. Amen. And then he says in in, um, in verse 6, So we take comfort and we are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, The Lord is my helper. We boldly and we confidently say that. The Lord is my helper. Can you say that? The Lord is my helper. Say one more time. The Lord is my helper. We boldly and confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I'm not alone. I'm not trying to forage my way through life by myself, trying to, trying to survive, stay afloat by my own abilities. No, 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 no. The Lord is my helper. I can boldly and confidently say, the Lord is my helper. He says, he says, Father, he says, he says, we can confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Mm. Mm. I will not be afraid. I will not be terrified. I will not be seized with alarm. No, what can man do to me? What can circumstances do to me? What can Satan do to me? I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. I boldly and confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I love the way he put it in Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah 41. Hallelujah. 
The Lord will help you. The Lord will help you. Isaiah chapter 41. And let's read from verse 8. Let's go all the way to verse 13. Isaiah 41 from verse 8. But you, Israel, God is talking to you. You are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. God is talking to you. You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called you from the chief men thereof and said unto you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and I will not cast you away. Fear not, fear thou not. The Lord is saying to you, fear, this is verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yea. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. I am your God, he said. I am your God. That's the Lord. That's the Lord speaking to you. I am your God. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. I will help you. I will uphold you. With the right hand of my righteousness. The Lord will help you. Whatever go forward means to you, you are not going to be struggling by yourself. The Lord will help you. 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 When you leave this service tonight, when we close uh, soon, I want you, I want these words to continually reverberate in your spirit. Those words from Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 7. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know I shall not be ashamed. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know I shall not be ashamed. Well, one of the ways in which God provides help for his children, for his people, is through the ministry of angels. One of the ways in which God runs to the aid of his people, one of the ways in which God delivers his people, one of the ways in which God provides assistance, supernatural assistance for his people, is through the ministry of angels. I, I, let me ask you, do you believe in the supernatural? I hope you do. I hope you do. Do you believe in the ministry of angels? I hope you do. I hope you do. One of the greatest ways in which God sends assistance and help and provides succor and aid to his children, to his people, is through the ministry of angels. There are other ways it does it. But one of the most significant ways is through the ministry of angels. Even right there in Exodus chapter 14, after Moses said unto, God said unto Moses, tell the people that they go forward. 
Well, you know, immediately the ministry of angels came into focus. And, and as we wrap up this initial season of the year and get ready to close out this first season, this time of, of fasting, and I know some people are going to go on, but for the most part, most people are going to wrap up um, um, uh, in this period, later on this week, and um, I want you, as you go into the year, it, as you go into this awesome season, this, this year of God-class exploits, this year of the fourth man, I want you to have a very, very, very strong and great expectation or for increased activity, increased activity of the ministry of angels. I want you to have great expectation for increased activity for angelic ministry. Increased activity of angelic ministries. Increased activity of angelic ministries. I want you to have great expectation. I want you to not just believe in it. I want you to expect it. I want you to expect increased increased activities for the ministry of angels around your life, around your family. I want you to believe in that. You know, right after the, the Lord said to Moses, say unto the children of Israel that they go forward, the ministry of angels. See, they were supposed to go forward. Miracles will happen. Things will happen. But they needed supernatural help. For the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 14, uh, when they came out of Egypt, go forward for them meant go all the way. Get past the Red Sea. Get past the wilderness. Get past the Jordan. Get past Jericho. And then inherit and possess the promised land. The land flowing with milk and honey. The land, that, the land that God had promised unto them, unto their fathers, fathers and fathers before them. That's what go forward meant to them. Unfortunately, many of them did not make it. So go forward was not really fully realized in their lives, many of their lives, for their, because of their own failure. But for those who made it, they had supernatural help. Supernatural help got them from that point when they came out of Egypt till they crossed the Red Sea, till they went through the wilderness, till they got to the Jordan and crossed the Jordan, till they got to Jericho and got the walls of Jericho down, until they got to the land of promise and began to inherit and apportion the different parts of the land that the Lord had made available to them. Whatever go forward means to you, you are going to need supernatural help. And God is assuring you that he's giving you the ministry of angels to help you. Right after God said to Moses, say unto the children of Israel that they go forward in Exodus chapter 14. He, he sent them supernatural help. Yes, there were miracles. Yes, there were things that happened. But one of the greatest things that happened was immediately ministry of angels was dispatched to them. In Exodus chapter 15 there, you see that? Exodus 14. And uh, in, uh, in verse 15, 
The Lord said unto Moses, Why do you cry unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel will go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Verse 17, And I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them, and I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Verse 18, And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Verse 19, And the angel of the Lord, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to the children of Israel, so that one came not near the other all through the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. Miracle, miracle. Verse 22, and the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Miracle, wonders, signs, miracle. But he didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. The children of Israel got out on dry land and began miraculously, began miraculously to walk through dry land onto the other side of the Red Sea. But he didn't stop there. In verse 23, the Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, even all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Verse 24, I love it. I love it. Verse 24. Verse 24, and it came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud, and he troubled the host of the Egyptians. We are in 2024. This is Exodus chapter 14 and verse 24. The Lord is promising you increased activity of the ministry of angels around your life. In this 2024, in this year of God-class exploit, and in this year of the fourth man, the Lord is assuring you, the Lord is promising you, He is going to give you increased activity of the ministry of angels around your life to establish the promises that He has made to you. Look at it again in verse 24. It came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. Look at verse 25. And he took off their chariots. How is he doing this? How is he troubling the host of the Egyptians? How is he taking off the wheels of their chariots? And he drove, that they drove them heavily. He took off the, the wheels and they destroyed their chariots, drove them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. The Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. How? Through the ministry of angels. 
through the ministry of angels. It was through the ministry of angels that the Lord fought, fought against the Egyptians for his people, the children of Israel. Suddenly, increased activity of the ministry of angels, supernatural help. The angels came to the aid of the people of God. The angels came to provide assistance. As they were walking through the dry ground, that was not enough of a miracle. That was huge. It was a huge miracle. That would have been sufficient. <laughs> that would have been sufficient in all, in all normal circumstances. But it was not enough for them to be able to walk through dry ground. He had to, the Lord had to dispatch the ministry of angels to stop the host of the Egyptians as they pursued after them. You know, the Egyptians suddenly had a brain wave. They thought, oh, maybe, maybe this, this Red Sea, maybe the, the gods of Egypt opened the Red Sea so that they can kill all the Israelites in the Red Sea. No, but the Lord made it very clear. I am the one doing this. I am Jehovah God who is doing this. And I'm dispatching my angels to see to it that these Egyptians that you see today, you will never see them forever again. I hope you believe in the supernatural. I know so many people, you know, they'll, you know, turn up their noses and they'll, you know, you know, when you, when you start talking supernatural things like, ah, oh, that's superfluous. Ah, oh, give me a break. I hope that's not you. I hope you believe in the supernatural. I hope you believe in the ministry of angels. One time in Acts, in Acts chapter 12, the Bible says, the Bible says, Herod, because of the prayers of the church, Herod, he had seized uh, some of the apostles, uh, James, John, and, and he, he went on and he seized Peter. He was going to kill him. He kept him in prison. But the church wouldn't stop praying in Acts chapter 12. The church wouldn't stop praying. And because of the prayers of the church, like we're praying in this season, we're seeking God, we're fasting. I bet you some of the prayers was mixed with fasting. The Bible says suddenly an angel showed up in the prison. And tapped Peter on his side. He tapped Peter on his side. And walked him as he was walking. In, the doors were opening. Prison doors were opening on their own accord. Until he got Peter out safely. But his job was not done. The herald, the antagonist of the people of God, one day had a great celebration in Acts chapter 12. And the Bible says the angel of God went and struck him. And he fell to the ground. And he was eaten by worms. I hope you believe in the ministry of angels. I hope you believe in the working of the supernatural. These angels are all around you. They are all around us. <laughs> These angels are all around us. The Bible tells us in the Psalm, Psalm 34 and verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps around God's people. Psalm 34 and verse 7, the angel of the Lord is around you. The angels of the Lord are camped around you. Psalm 34 and verse 7. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 and verse 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and he delivereth them. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, who revere him, who worship him with awe and and. Each of them he delivers. Each of them he delivers. Increase angelic activity to protect you, to shield you from harm. 
to deliver you from danger. The Bible says in Psalm 91, I might be, uh, uh, um, I think it's verse 11, Psalm 91. He will give his angels charge over you, right? That's, 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 uh, that's, the, that's the scripture that Satan was trying to coach to the Lord Jesus Christ, but out of context to make him do wrong. But it is actually a promise. It is a promise of the covenant that God will give his angels charge over you, his beloved children, so that you don't dash your foot against the stone. Let's read this, Psalm 91. Psalm 91 from verse 9. Oh, well, let's go from verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Why? Because of the ministry of angels. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is your refuge, even the most high your habitation, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come on your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall you trample underfoot. Because you have set your love upon God. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. The ministry of angels. Increased activity of the ministry of angels around your life. Around your family. To carry you to the place that God has promised you. To fulfill, that the, the, to fulfill the dreams that the Lord himself planted in your heart. To deliver you. To deliver you increased activity of the ministry of angels. You remember what Daniel said? You remember what Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar? When Nebuchadnezzar ran to, to, the, um, to the lion's den, wondering if Daniel was preserved in Daniel chapter 6 and verse 22. He said, the Lord sent his angel to deliver me. Daniel chapter 6 and, and verse Verse 22, let's read it from verse 20. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is your God whom you serve continually able to deliver you from the lions? Is he able to deliver you? Yes. Yes. Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Verse 22, my God has sent his angel and he has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. God sent his angel. God sent his angel. Daniel said, God sent his angel to deliver me. God will send his angel to deliver you. God will send his angel to deliver you. God will send his angel to deliver you. Hallelujah. Remember, we, we, I talked about Peter earlier in Acts chapter 12 from verse 7. Peter himself said it was, it was a similar testimony as what Daniel had. He said, God sent his angel. Acts chapter 12. Let's read from verse 7 to 11. 
Acts chapter 12 from verse 7 to 11. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird yourself and bind on your sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast your garment about you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And he did not know that it was true what was done by the angel, but he thought he saw a vision. And when they were past the first and the second gate, they came unto the iron gate that, that leaded into the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. Verse 11, And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod from all, and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Exactly what Daniel said. Exactly what Daniel said. God has sent his angel. God has sent his angel. My brothers and sisters, do you know this is your heritage as a child of God? The Bible says the angels have been sent to minister to them that shall be ears of salvation. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews in chapter 1 verses 13 and 14. God has sent his angels. Like Daniel said, God sent his angels. Like Peter said, God sent his angels. Hebrews chapter 1 verses 13 and 14. Hallelujah. But to which of the angels said he at any time sit on my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? The Amplified says, are not the angels all ministering spirits, servants, sent out in the service of God for the assistance, for the assistance? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 in the Amplified. Are not the angels all ministering spirits, servants, sent out in the service of God for the assistance, for the assistance of those who are to inherit salvation. The angels were sent to help God's people. The angels are sent to minister for God's people. To provide assistance to someone means to help them. We defined that earlier on in the service tonight. To provide assistance to a child of God is to help them. Are the ministering spirits, are they not servants? Are the angels not ministering spirits? Are they not servants that are sent to provide assistance and help God's children who are heirs of salvation? I challenge you to believe, to believe, to believe like never before. To raise the level of your expectation. To supercharge your faith. And to believe God for the increased activities of the ministry of angels around your life. They are sent to help you. They are sent to aid you. They are sent to, to move things along. They are sent to show you where uncommon provision is. The Bible says when an angel called out of heaven in Genesis chapter 22, that's when Abraham saw the ram that was caught in the thicket. 
Genesis chapter 22. You remember that story? You remember that story? Genesis chapter 22 and verse 8. Hallelujah. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Verse 10, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Verse 11, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him, for now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. The angel called Abraham's attention to uncommon provision. The angel did. And the Bible says when Abraham lifted up his eyes, he saw the ram caught in the thicket by his horns. When Abraham responded to the ministry of the angel, he saw the ram caught in a thicket by his horns. When Abraham responded to the ministry of the angel, when Abraham responded to the ministry of the angel, when Abraham responded to the ministry of the angel, he saw a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. Uncommon provision came through the ministry of the angel that was sent to Abraham. Hallelujah. <laughs> when God sent you on an assignment, he accompanies you with the ministry of angels. He sends angels ahead of you. Angels accompany you. We must be conscious of, of their activity. We must be conscious of their work around us. We must expect it. We must look, we must expect it. We must believe that the supernatural is working with us. The ministry of angels, the ministry of angels. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 23, glory be to God. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. The ministry of angels, the increased activity of the ministry of angels around me has been sent to usher me, has been sent to usher you into the place that God has prepared for you. Hallelujah. The Lord God will help you. He will send you supernatural assistance. He will send you supernatural help. He will send you supernatural deliverance. 
He will send you supernatural progress through the ministry of angels. They will accelerate your progress in destiny. Things that should take, take 12 years will take 12 days. Things that should take three, three months will take one hour. Things that should take 20 years will take two days. Through the ministry of angels that have been sent to help you, that have been sent to assist you. Let's close out here in Exodus chapter 23. Glory to God. God said to Moses and to the children of Israel, Exodus chapter 23 from verse 20. He's saying to you tonight, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way, to bring you into the place that I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. But if you shall indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto your enemies and an adversary unto your adversaries. For my angels shall go before you and bring you in unto the Amorites and unto the Hittites and unto the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. And I will cut them off. I will cut them off through the ministry of the angels I sent for you. I will cut them off through the ministry of the angels I sent ahead of you. I will cut them off. I will cut them off. You shall not bow to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite, and quite break down their images. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your waters, and I will take sickness, bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in your land. The number of your days I will fulfill. Through the ministry of angels. The Amplified says in verse 25 and verse 26, You shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness from your midst. None shall lose her young by miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Angelic help has been sent to assist you. Angelic help has been sent to aid you. Angelic help has been sent to carry you. So lift up your eyes to the hills. From whence cometh your help? Lift up your eyes. Expect those ministries. You know they respond to the word of God. Put the word of God on your mouth. You know they respond to the exercise of your dominion and authority. So take authority. You know they respond to prayer and to fasting like they did with Cornelius. So, so, so engage and maximize the seasons of prayer and seasons of fasting as you go through them all through the rest of this year. And even through this first month of the year. Hallelujah. You know, they respond. They respond to the covenant. They respond to the covenant. The angel that was sent was sent because of the promise that God made to Abraham. They respond to faith, to aggressive faith. They respond to faith. They respond to faith. So put on the garment of faith. They respond to praise. Put on the garment of praise. Psalm 121, let's close out here. My time is gone again. Help me, Lord. Psalm 121 from verse 1. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. 
He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade upon your right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. From this time forth and even forevermore. Amen and amen and amen. Father, we thank you tonight. Oh, we thank you tonight for the Lord God will help us. Therefore, we shall not be confounded. Therefore, have we made our faces like a flint, and we know that we shall not be ashamed. Thank you, Lord, for providing supernatural assistance for us this year. Thank you, Father, for sending us supernatural help. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry of angels that you have already ushered to follow us, to go ahead of us, to come behind us. Thank you for their increased activity around us. Thank you, Father God, for sending them to help us. Oh, we lay hold on everything you have ordered and everything you have ordained. We give you praise for it. We declare this is working for our good. We declare this is working for our benefit. We thank you, our God. We exalt you. I bless all of my brothers and sisters, everyone under the sound of my voice tonight, all of them and all of their loved ones. I speak the blessing of heaven upon you. In the name of Jesus, I declare your ears will be open. Your eyes will be open. When the angels speak, when they cry out, when they call out like they called out to Abraham, you will hear their voice. You will lift up your eyes. Your eyes will be open to see the ram caught in the thicket, to see the way that God has made for you, to see the deliverance that has already been created in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so much, saints, for being with us tonight. The time just seemed so short, so much power that God had, so much um, revelation, re revelatory instruction and direction that God had for us in this service. I believe that as you meditate the word, you go back and study and meditate the word, that all of those words will come alive in you and usher in the increased activity of the ministry of angels around your life. Thank you for being with us tonight. Our time is up. I look forward to seeing you again same time next week. God bless you. Good night.